This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today's Pet Sounds is the plague. When someone mentions the plague, we all have a gut reaction. The plague on you is a euphemism using the deadly reputation of the plague to wish someone harm and death. What is a plague, and is it still around? How do our pets fit into the plague's ecology? The plague is caused by the bacteria Yersinia pestis. The bacteria infects rodents like ground squirrels, mice, chipmunks, wood rats, rabbits, and prairie dogs, primarily in the grasslands and scrub woodlands of Utah, Arizona, Colorado, and New Mexico. Fleas are the primary mode of transmission among the rodent population. Experts believe the plague bacteria circulate among rodent populations and their fleas at a low rate, causing minimal die-off. So there is a long-term reservoir of plague circulating amongst the animals. This is called an enzoetic cycle. A cooler summer after a wet winter seem to trigger outbreaks of plague amongst the rodent populations that spill over into other species in areas where there is a high density of rodents. This is called an epizootic. Wild carnivores eating infected rodents is an example of spillover. In urban areas, a high rat population can spark an epizootic outbreak as well. This actually happened in Los Angeles in 1924 and 1925. There are three ways plague bacteria can affect people and our pets can play a role and be victims as well. And hunters beware. First way is through fleas. Getting plague from a flea bite is the most common form of transmission. When an epizootic outbreak occurs, there are usually a lot of affected rodents dying of plague. Fleas will jump ship, so to speak, seeking live hosts, which can be another rodent or other animals like dogs and cats. Wandering, inquisitive, predatory dogs come into contact with sick or dead rodents, and the fleas are very happy to find a new host, your pet dog. The dog can now bring infected fleas back to your home and risk getting you infected. Dogs are fairly resistant to the plague, but can get it. Contaminated tissue can be a source of plague. A hunter can get the plague if he skins an infected animal without proper precautions. Plague, lastly, can be transmitted through respiratory droplets. A person with a form of plague that causes pneumonia can spread the bacteria by coughing. Airborne transmission is the only way plague is spread from person to person. This is where cats come in. Cats are very susceptible to plague bacteria. They can get it by eating an infected rodent. Then the cat gets plague pneumonia and can spread it through cough droplets to owners and veterinarians. There have been several cases of cat-transmitted plague in the United States in the past. When a cat gets plague, it may become feverish, anorexic, and depressed, and may have a cough. Most importantly, the cat can develop large, weeping lymph nodes under the chin and the neck. Dogs are more difficult to diagnose, but a thorough history from a dog with an unknown fever, lethargy, and swollen lymph nodes may lead your vet to further diagnostics. Diagnosing plague in people and in our pet depends on getting a history of where the patient has been, history of flea bites, and finally taking blood and tissue samples. Antibiotics are effective treatment and can be life-saving. There used to be a vaccine, but is off the market, but new ones are being developed. Here are precautions recommended to minimize exposure to plague. Although plague is very rare in New England, pet owners are taking their pets with them on trips and vacations in other parts of the country, so I feel compelled to go over these safety recommendations nevertheless. 
Number one is reduce rodent habitat around your home, workplace, and recreational areas. Remove brush, rock piles, junk, cluttered firewood, and possible rodent food supplies, such as pet and wild animal food. Make your home and outbuildings rodent-proof. Second, wear gloves if you are handling or skinning potentially infected animals to prevent contact between your skin and the plague bacteria. Contact your local health department if you have questions about disposal of dead animals. Use repellent if you think you could be exposed to rodent fleas during activities such as camping, hiking, and working outdoors. Products containing DEET can be applied to the skin as well as clothing, and products containing permethrin can be applied to clothing. Remember, always follow instructions on the label. Fourth, keep fleas off your pets by applying flea control products. Animals that roam freely are more likely to come in contact with plague-infected animals or fleas and could bring them into your homes. If your pet becomes sick, seek care from a veterinarian as soon as possible. And lastly, do not allow dogs and cats that roam free in endemic areas to sleep on your bed. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.